start this episode with all the enthusiasm and all the happiness because it's our episode number 33, bro. Oh my god, how awesome <laughs> is this? Welcome it's back, super bro. Awesome. Yay, super exciting. 33. Oh my god. Bro. It's basically wow. my, my age this year. In November I turned 33. So don't say that. Don't say that. <laughs> I'm turning 33 too. <laughs> there you go. Oh my god. Oh bro, yeah. getting old. How's everything, bro? Uh, I mean, everything is going great. Um, I, I have pretty big news because we've been discussing that subject for quite some time now. You, of course, have a brand, not brand new, but like you have a PS5 mm -hmm. and you love your PS5, right? Very much. And I was kind of the skeptic saying, hey, you know what, next gen consoles, it's not for me right now. I have a great gaming PC, but bro, I have big news. I have big news. Oh, my Share with us, I, bro. <laughs> I know. It's big. <laughs> I pre-ordered my Xbox Series X. Ah, freaking finally. <laughs> I'm so happy for you, bro. <laughs> you know what? You convinced me last time. Mm -hmm. uh, I think it was like two episodes ago. We right. discussed that like Series S versus Series X. And basically, yeah, I, I know that my PS4 is getting old. Uh, I don't, I don't, I'm not saying that it's gonna die soon, but I have tons of Blu-rays. Uh, the main idea was to have um, a console that could potentially read Blu-rays just in case my PS4 was about to die. And so, yeah, uh, Series X is coming next Tuesday. I will pick it up at Best Buy oh if everything goes well. Mm -hmm. I'm buying it at retail price. Okay. So, $4.99. Good job, bro. Yeah. Yes, and so I bought it as part of the Xbox All Access, and that's what they are calling uh, the service. So basically, you're paying your console as well as Game Pass for 24 months, and so I'm paying 35 bucks a month. Oh, I didn't know that. That, that, yeah, that facilitates not too things. Bad. Yeah, and it's slightly cheaper than buying like 24 months of Game Pass plus the console. I so see. I'm actually making and saving 20 bucks. <laughs> well, yeah. Microsoft is very clever, bro. Yeah. I'm so happy for you. I've been telling you, and I think the audience remembers, um, I'm. I'm a big fan of, you know, having the actual console right in front of you. I think it's a different mm -hmm. gaming experience. Your mm -hmm. your fancy computer will always be there for you, yeah. not only for games, but for everything else. But it, it's really nice to know that you're going to have like this thing sitting on your TV. And by the way, bro. Yes. It looks fantastic, right? Because I mean, I, I, I don't think, yes. have you ever seen one like live like right in front of you because i haven't but from the it's pictures, a shoe box it's a it's a black shoe no, box remember bro, don't say that. <laughs> that's the way you describe i mean it. but it's, it's a very futuristic <laughs> shoe box <laughs> <laughs> no i know it's it's nice um i never saw one uh for real uh, i think i'm gonna like just expose it you know like put it uh just below my tv so basically on my tv cool. uh stand yeah it's it's gonna be there i like it i like that it's just like super squarey 
and uh, we we will we'll discuss organization stuff later in the episode so yeah. i like what is square um so yeah it's a re- rectangle box basically it's mm-hmm. basic it's not as f- futuristic as the as the ps5 like the ps5 is like from another world right oh, yeah. and so yeah super excited bro what i like too is that I will be able to use my Game Pass su- subscription on my PC as well. So basically, I will have two different setups. One in my bedroom slash office uh, where I have my gaming PC. Uh, I still love my gaming PC, but because I'm mostly working from home these days, sometimes I just don't have the... Uh, it's not the strength, but to just go back to your workstation and exactly. play and I wanted something else. So I'm gonna have a second um, station for gaming, like gaming station. That's gonna be in the living room with my big 4K TV and my Series X. I'm so proud of you, bro. Okay, at some point (laughs) you're gonna have to talk, you know, next gen again, you know, like now as actual owners. I mean, my PS5 is everything I hoped it would be. And now that the mm-hmm. actual, uh, how can I say this? I mean, I don't want to say anything stupid about the previous games, but I think that the actual <laughs> next-gen games for this generation are, are being released now. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I'm assuming that, you know, this uh, New Horizon game, for example, oh. is going to give me the full experience that the PS5 promises. I mean, I've heard yes. wonderful things about playing this game on on the new ps5 so bro at some point we gotta come back to our roots of this podcast and just you know discuss them and compare them and and have fun (laughs) (laughs) i know and so yeah i think that at some point we'll have to dedicate a full episode to the new horizon game um i will buy it on my ps4 to be fully transparent with you, it's coming. Uh, I will probably like buy it in a couple of weeks. I've, I first want to be very excited about my Series X and all the games there. Because if I start by buying a game for my PS4 mm-hmm. while I'm waiting for my Series X yeah. to arrive, it doesn't make so much no, sense. No, that's torture. <laughs> but bro, uh, I've been playing some Horizon Zero Dawn mm-hmm. uh, in the meantime. Cool. Uh, I, I finished the game. Uh, I'm about to start um, the for not not Forbidden West. Uh, what what the DLC? What what's the DLC name again? Mm. Uh, the Frozen Wild. Yeah, there you I go. think. So like I'm about to begin that part. I, I was doing a bunch of side missions first, uh, just to have my uh, my level slightly up. Mm-hmm. So I'm level 38, if I'm not mistaken. Cool. So I think I'm about to be ready to basically start the dlc and so i'm getting super ready for the new horizon coming of course it's gonna be on my ps4 but i've i've watched a bunch of reviews online and they say that it's not too bad on ps4 as well so i think it would be we'll see yeah we'll see super excited super excited okay yeah we're definitely gonna talk uh much deeper about this game um Mm -hmm. bro actually like today uh we have a bunch of uh topics that we like to talk about and i think the Mm -hmm. the the one about you know tidying and organizing things is really cool in in multiple Mm -hmm. ways but before that bro and especially um in respect to you and other european friends that i have uh, Mm -hmm. and, and that i love and respect so much 
I think it's impossible not to, you know, at least chat a little bit about what's going on right now, um, you know, mm -hmm. in Europe. I, I mean, mm -hmm. it's, I'm not going to say in Europe, that's, that's an exaggeration, but I'm pretty sure that you're feeling, you know, the, mm -hmm. all, everything that involves this, this war that, is, that has begun. And bro, yeah. I, I wanted to start this by just asking how you're doing and, and if, if this is bringing you too much stress, how's your family? Because I'm really worried about this and, mm -hmm. you know, is everything okay with you and, mm -hmm. and friends in general from what you can tell? Uh, first, uh, thank you so much for saying those good words, bro. Um, so, m of course, um, all our prayers with the, the Ukrainian people and the civilians, of course. Uh, that's that's crazy. That's just crazy. But uh, my family basically is like living in France uh, for pretty much all of them. So, or Italy, <laughs> but that's that's south mm -hmm. of france so we are very west um like the west part of europe mm -hmm. and so france per se is not so much affected uh the thing is we have um elections coming up uh, for our president mm -hmm. and so of course this big context is kind of um i don't know like creating some like not issues but like of course, the far-right uh, candidates are using that as a, as a political excuse to like gather more votes. It's it's kind of crazy. Uh, yeah, so I would say that politically speaking, it's affecting France. Of course, um, we'll have more refugees. I'm guessing at some point, but it makes sense. I mean, we we have we. It's, it's part of our duty. Uh, and I think that the US is doing the same uh, to try to protect civilians. Like what is happening in Ukraine uh, is something we haven't seen in about like 60 or 70 years. I mean, last time it was World War II in Europe, uh, such a big open conflict mm -hmm. uh, between two countries because I mean, Russia is claiming that Ukraine is part of the DX, the DX USSR. But at the same time, Ukraine is a country now. <laughs> they have uh, they, they have borders and they have like their own people, and of course they have uh, ties with uh, with Russian people. I, I I do get that, but claiming that Ukraine should be part of Russia or should have like bigger strength like ties with Russia. Uh, it does not justify a war, in my opinion. So, of course, my family, because we are part of the West part of Europe, um, we do not understand what Russia is doing right mm -hmm. now. But, of course, I don't have too many Russian friends, so I don't have also their input uh, to compare with. But let's just say that I think it's basically a shame for the civilians. Like, this should not happen. Uh, <laughs> A war in 2022 is not justified, in my opinion. Mm -hmm. Russia is such a big country that, like, trying to expand uh, borders to get more wheat, and it's mainly for economic reasons, right? Uh, to have more exposure to the uh, Black Sea and so on. I don't get it. Yeah. I just don't get it. I, I'm praying every day for this war to stop mm -hmm. uh, because I, I, I'm just thinking about the, the Ukrainian civilians, basically. I'm not talking about politics right there, but I think that it's just, 
yeah, I'm, I, I feel so bad. And I was reading the Times just before our podcast, and I saw like devastating like photos and like families being killed, you know, like civilians being killed. Some people may say that it's just um, uh, like media trying to influence people, but still like a death is a death even if it's the only family being killed right now like that's one that should not have been killed you know what i mean so i mean i'm praying for the yeah i'm praying for the war to stop uh to be honest with you bro i don't think that we should have a war in 2022 and i'm praying for this not to be a second cold war Mm -hmm. as well because it's kind of hard. I mean, like I, th- I know that uh, the U.S. and the Western country in Europe are trying to push for a lot of sanctions against uh, against Russia. So, like, we have all this like crazy stuff going on. It really does look like a Cold War, even though we were not uh, like born during Cold War or kind of like being born in 1989 uh, it was basically the end of the Cold War yeah. uh, with the USSR exploding and like giving birth to all these tiny countries and so on bro I don't know I don't know it's kind of crazy I know that my family is super stressed um, because they don't know what is happening you know like two days ago there was a, um, a, a sun, like um a power plant you know I, I don't know if you followed but there was a fire in that, oh, yeah. in that uh, power plant and everyone was uh, believing that it could be the next Chernobyl mm-hmm. and like everyone was super stressed and I get that but because I'm living in the US I don't feel that stressed because I'm living in the US so of course I'm super worried about my family and the Ukrainian people and of course all the countries that could be potentially affected so people from Poland uh, all the eastern countries in Europe and even Germany, you know, yeah. I, I I don't know. It's super crazy. I cannot believe that there is a war yeah, ongoing bro, in Europe. It's, it's, <laughs> it's just, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to hear that, you know, all things considered, I, I, I think mm-hmm. everyone is still safe from what I heard. I mean, yeah, everyone from your family, but that doesn't mean uh, that we should close our eyes to the nightmare that is happening in Ukraine. Um, yep. Exactly. Brazil has, you know, and, and I'm really proud to say that Brazil has opened uh, uh, their borders to, to Ukraine civilians as well. Um, and, and I just read this new about many families that came in. And, and I mean, I'm actually really happy to know that, you know, mm-hmm. at least uh, several countries are just saying, look, if, if, if this is not for you, if you're looking for a fresh start, you're, you're welcome yeah. to come. So, mm-hmm. so that that's really important, and and bro, I mean, uh, Brazil and, and Russia trade a lot of things. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, it's it's just so much. I mean, we are talking about countries in Europe that are that can be directly affected by the war, but indirectly speaking, everyone mm-hmm. is already being affected. So the For sure. so the, the the price of oil is going to the roof. Um, uh, commodities in general. I mean, yeah. you know me. I, I'm a I'm a I'm a big in. I love investing in commodities in general. And I mean, yeah, if it's the first time that I got sad for seeing my stocks going up so fast because I know mm-hmm. uh, people are just thinking, where are we gonna get the wheat from? You know. Yeah. And at the same time, uh, we, you know, Brazil buys fertilizers from uh, Russia, like lots of okay. it. And 
-hmm. And when this whole thing started and we um, we also, you know, uh, Brazil has politically or, or openly said that, you know, we are not trying to, you know, affect the record, but just say like, please stop. That That's not a good mm -hmm. idea in general. Uh, although we have to respect everything that is going on in a sense, it's it's really difficult, you know, to to just, you know, close your eyes and say, you know what, I'll pretend that I'm not seeing what is happening. And, and thankfully we didn't do <laughs> yeah. that. Uh, yeah. But, you know, and then the whole thing started to happen, you know, economically speaking, you know what, mm -hmm. now you're not going to get your fertilizers anymore and we are not receiving your people anymore. So flights are blocked and both. And I mean, yeah. no one is going to win as usual. In war, nobody wins. And I, and I think, and that's what you said, like in 2022, we, we thought that people would already know that. And I mean, bro, yeah. the one thing I thought uh, would come as a benefit for humankind from, from the pandemic was a long lasting peace. I really thought that because yeah. it was like, okay, we lost so many people to the virus when you think about families affected it's like virtually globally speaking every single family was affected somehow in a whole country in a whole world right mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and so i thought well now that we are getting you know a little bit of control over the situation you know with the vaccines and science and stuff i thought we would have a very long lasting period of peace and then this comes and it's so scary bro it's it's like yeah. sometimes i feel like we don't learn we never learn you know mm -hmm. it's frustrating sometimes it's it's crazy and what i don't fully get is that i thought that the situation with russia in general was better you know uh, in the past uh, decades and I mean, like having just one man um, with the power is kind of worrying because you never know what can happen. And I think that's part of what we are seeing also today. I don't want to get into like the politics of it, but um, at some point, I mean, it's good to have a real democracy, yeah. you know, and having your people to choose your president. And I'm not saying that we are right every time. Uh, sometimes we have to go through candidates and new presidents that we do not fully support mm -hmm. that happen in the US, for instance. But at the same time, it's important to have democracy and to have new leaders uh, from time to time. And in that particular case, uh, Russia is being kind of governed by the same man for two decades, <laughs> if yeah. not more. And that's probably too much. And I'm not gonna say that when you're getting bored or getting older, you want more, you want more, more power. And, but I think that's probably part of what we are seeing also these days. And that's what I was reading too. Uh, it's hard because it's hard to fight such a strong leader as well, yeah. you know, like putting all those sanctions on him and his friends. And I don't think it's also helping to have peace. But at the same time, it doesn't justify for one man to start a war mm -hmm. just to expand his borders. So I think that everyone could be blamed at some point, you know, like all those sanctions and like not trying to discuss more before putting all those sanctions. I don't I do think that it would help more just saying like we don't want, we do not want to sanction like people, but 
at this point we have to stop you know and so i do think that like putting more sanctions and economical sanctions uh specifically i don't think it's helping yeah. i'm a huge fan of soccer uh if you know and so of course it's not a team that i'm supporting directly because i don't like them <laughs> i'm for arsenal the only true club in london but uh chelsea chelsea had um they still have one but like their their president is russian and so he has to sell the club oh. uh, and that's what he said like i think it was like three days ago he said that for uh, for the best uh, like because he wants the best for chelsea football club he has to sell the club uh, because of all the sanctions coming up of course he's not directly impacted but he, he believes that at, mo at some point he may be and so he has to sell the club so i mean this guy has been like the president of the chelsea football club for two decades too wow. and so that's kind of crazy to see that happening because it's at every level mm -hmm. uh I, I don't know bro i don't know i i don't know if there is a good strategy i stand behind what my uh, french leader is saying my french president is saying and what the president of the united states is saying we have to protect the civilians um this war should not uh, be something happening right now there should be peace and the sanctions are only to make the russian people stop or russian army stop and yeah and i do believe that a lot of russian people do not want this war oh, as yeah. well it's just you know what i mean it's i don't think that like russian people want this war but at the same time they are trying to control the media too I was uh, reading in the news that a lot of companies are just pulling out of Russia. Uh, for instance, Netflix, uh, Apple, like all those big companies right. are trying to like get out of Russia because the propaganda that is going on, Netflix refused to stay in Russia because apparently Russia wanted to put 20 local TVs on front of Netflix, you know, like at the very top of all the banners and everything, just to have more propaganda going on. <sighs> that's sad. Oh my it's just God. sad. That's, that's we are living in 2022. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's just hard to believe sometimes, bro, what is happening. Mm -hmm. it's, mm -hmm. oh, I just, yeah, as you said at the very beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm praying for this mm -hmm. this war to come to an end. I'm praying yep. uh, for everyone who is, you know... I mean, imagine you having to leave your house. Like, you and I just... Uh, you know, got the privilege of buying ours, right? And starting a life and, and starting wonderful memories and in a house that you own, that you're proudly bought and, you know, and, and love. Now imagine uh, people having to basically run away with their pets and, you know, and barely any clothes and barely any food. I mean, it's just a nightmare, bro. So. Yeah. Let, let's pray that this comes to an end as soon as possible, you know, and mm -hmm. and more than that, let's pray that humans will at some point finally mm -hmm. learn to live in peace, bro. Right. Yeah, I agree. I agree, bro. Yeah. Like you, you said the words like, let's pray for peace right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, the Pope is praying for peace. Um, I think that the Pope had also very uh, good words for something. He, he was saying that, uh, let's call it the way it is, it's a war. It's not just like an invasion of some sort. No, it's a war. And we have to stop that. Uh, we should live in peace. Uh, and 
I mean, Ukraine was doing so great as a country mm -hmm. for all those years after the USSR explosion that I believe that they, they, they deserve their borders of the course. way they are. And so, yeah, and so that, that's why, like, we should stop this war. It's, it's unbelievable to know that some civilians are being killed right now. It's also unbelievable because you were discussing the house and so on, you know, like buying a house. But what is also unbelievable is that Ukraine right now has to mobilize young men so like from 18 to 64 if i'm not mistaken or 65 and ask them to like fight basically for the country and that's also something i cannot even picture oh i cannot even imagine mm -hmm. of course you join the army uh in brazil but in france uh the the service is not mandatory mm -hmm. so like for instance me i never touched uh a firearm in my life mm -hmm. i mean i did once when one of my american friends showed, showed me a gun but it was <laughs> like empty and it was the first time for me watching and seeing a gun mm -hmm. for the first time so i cannot even imagine when it's your first time seeing a rifle and they are telling you but you should kill people now yeah. or not get killed bro it's it's a nightmare what is happening right now is a nightmare for a lot of people and yeah, let's pray for peace. Let's pray for peace. Oh, bro. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, of course, the discussion is is extremely complicated, and you know, yeah, um, so many things involved. But I guess no one will ever doubt that you know every life matters. And I mean, the moment yeah. you realize that. Anything is better than what is happening right now. So, bro, let's hope sure. that, you know, next time we, we record our 34th uh, yeah. episode, we're going to be celebrating the end of this mess. Bro, I'm with you there. I'm with you there. And all our prayers and, like, wishes to the, to the civilians, like, all of them uh, that are being impacted. It could be Ukrainian. It could be also Russian uh, that are being oppressed right, right now. Um, so it's to all of those like being impacted at this moment a war should not be happening right now in 2022 after almost three years or two years plus whatever of pan pandemic bro we were about to get out of the woods and i'm not saying that the virus is going like somewhere or like being extinguished but like we are trying to live with it yeah now. we are in this new phase of the pandemic where everyone is kind of believing that there was something new going on you know like a, a, a new episode of the pandemic meaning like probably the end of the pandemic yeah. let's say i don't know but bro knowing that we are at this phase of the pandemic and a, a war is happening at the same bro it's unbelievable it's, it's unbelievable it's mind-blowing bro and i mean if there is one thing that i would like to say before we jump to the next subject is mm -hmm. i found in a french person a brother oh yeah we were born in very different countries we come from very different backgrounds we don't look alike and this guy <laughs> that i'm looking at right now that is recording with me is a brother to me and i and i same i really wish for everyone to have you know the the privilege of you know getting mm -hmm. to know people from different countries and learn mm -hmm. from them and with them and i mean bro i hope that you know 
I wish for everyone to find someone as wonderful as you are, you know, and, and you know, learn different things from another culture. It's just the best thing ever. That's the truth. Yeah. Start podcast, guys. Like, <laughs> start a new friendship, <laughs> learn, learn new culture, and start a podcast. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, and so... Of course, everyone is being impacted at the moment. I mean, it would be hard not to like <laughs> follow this war, even indirectly, because I mean, it's basically everywhere in all the news, all the platforms and so on. But yeah, bro, let's let's hope for this war to end as soon as possible. And yeah, let's pray for all the ones that are being impacted right now. Bro, we have another subject. That is kind of lighter, of course. It's not about war. It's not about the Series X. It's not about the PS5. <laughs> it's about one particular thing uh, that is kind of impacting the two of us. And because I do have, and I know it, I do have an organization issue. Like, I, I love organizing my stuff. I'm not going to call myself a maniac, but sometimes I am. <laughs> uh, remember my bench uh, in the lab. Oh, yeah, my it was bench flawless. The word to describe your bench was flawless. <laughs> <laughs> and what I like with that, too, is that some people were saying, but he's not working, right? I, I, I was. I was. But I had to, like tidy my my bench like every day basically and like swipe it with ethanol like mm -hmm. it had to be flawless it had to be perfectly cleaned so i'm kind of a maniac but bro i know that you also have some issues with organization <laughs> i do bro okay yeah I'm, I'm actually i'm going to say this very proudly i am a tidying freak you know i i love every aspect of my life to be somehow organized and bro that's that's such a philosophical question because i have a lot of people who you know either talk to me or come to my house or you know just by talking to kaney my wife and they they say look you guys are too organized like like if that is something bad like uh, and, and i remember um this this one guy that I met once, he was talking to me about, you know, um, organization in general, but it was more of like a, a financial bias. So like, you know, how we organize our our family finances and stuff. And and he was like, man, I, I don't think that you, that you have time to live because it it's sometimes sounds like you're just organizing everything and planning the future and not living the present. And I actually got offended by that sentence because we were in a really cool bar and I've just met this guy and I was like, look, look around you. Like you and I are both in this really cool bar. The difference is that I'm going to at the end of this night, I'm going to pay my bill with the money that I actually own. Whereas you're going to be borrowing money from the bank to pay your bill. But we are both living <laughs> this moment right now. So, bro, I got really pissed because, I mean, I don't think there is nothing wrong about organization. Of course, if, if you're like out of control in terms of organization, like there is this one hair that fell on the floor and you cannot sleep anymore. Of course, then you have a, a syndrome yeah. or something. But if it's yeah. not like that, I mean... <laughs> I don't think there is any harm, bro. So I must say that I'm very 
I'm very proud to say that I'm extremely organized in my life. <laughs> I'm proud of it too. I'm proud of it too. I know that you're probably like a step further uh, compared to me uh, just because I have kids and I cannot control the way I used to. Uh, so basically like organizing and like tidying up the, the, the house is getting complicated, but you can use tricks. And I know that for instance, you like to take your Saturday morning to clean up your house. Yes. Is it still the case it's in exactly, Brazil? Exactly, bro. It, we kept <laughs> the same tradition and okay. we make it... Uh, I mean, a lot of people think of this moment of, you know, cleaning up the house, tidying up the house as a, you know, uh, like, like work, like something that is laborious, yeah. something that has to be essentially bad or a waste of time before you can actually have fun. But Kane and I have institutionalized this moment as something great, as a moment when we take care of what we so, you know, um, of something that we had to work so hard for to, to, to have, you know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's yeah. a moment to be grateful for what you conquered in your life. So we yeah. sort of have this mindset now, which makes the, the cleaning uh, Saturday morning, real fun. I mean, I burst up some music, so I, my, my home pods go to the roof and, yeah. and we listen to a <laughs> bunch of like uh, music that we like. It's, it's just so much fun, bro. And, yeah. you know, um, and I mean, one, one thing that uh, I, I believe that you do remember and Kenny and I also kept was the philosophy of being minimalists. Yep. Right. And, and yeah. it's another thing that I'm very proud of. And I think we can, oh. you know, dive a little deeper on that because a lot of people ask us how. Uh, <laughs> but, bro, I'm, I, it, it's something that works and works so really well. Mm -hmm. And so jumping on that notion of uh, minimalism, um, basically, I think that you are much more of a minimalism um, uh, compared to me, uh, just for one simple reason. I would not define myself minimalism. Uh, for one reason, when you have kids, it's really hard to mm -hmm. be minimalist. What I'm going to say is that I'm trying to be essentialist. Um, essentialism as to, like, compared to minimalism, I do have a lot of stuff in my house, but all of them try to, like, I try to buy them because they have a meaning. I see. Um, I'm not trying to buy stuff just to have stuff. Uh, that's not something I respect. Uh, I have friends that do that, but still, that's not my philosophy. Like, I believe that every time I'm buying something, it has to be for a purpose. So it's not exactly minimalism because um, I still have a lot of stuff. Uh, and like right now, if you were to see my living room, uh, the, the, <laughs> the definition of minimalism wouldn't stand <laughs> at all. Uh, but um, I'm trying, for instance, I'm not buying a new iPad every year. Uh, I was buying a new iPhone every year, but I'm trying not to anymore. Mm -hmm. Not just for financial reasons, but just because you have to understand that what you're using and then discarding has to go somewhere, probably like to the recycling thing. And like when we are talking about smartphones and technology stuff, it can be pretty dirty, like fast. So essentialism would be 
Um, try to think more about your objects that you have around and try not to replace them just to replace them because you want the brand new stuff. Try to use them for what they are. If they are not working anymore, sure, feel free to buy a new one. But basically, do not justify like a new brand new iPhone because like the camera is slightly better. Yeah, I get it. Of course, it's slightly better. I wanted to buy a new iPhone 13 Pro this year, mm -hmm. but my iPhone 12 Pro is good enough. You know, mm -hmm. it's good enough. And so, yeah, I would define myself as essentialist. And I know that a lot of my friends w would laugh. They will laugh at, at hearing this podcast because they will say, you're, you're not an essentialist. <laughs> I'm trying to be. Okay. I'm trying to be. I'm reading stuff about essentialism. I'm following one great guy on YouTube um, that kind of defined that term with uh, some of his friends. And everything started kind of uh, on Netflix. Uh, it was uh, a documentary. And that guy is amazing. I, I love him. I don't remember the name um, out of my head right now, but basically his channel is super fun. Uh, he was trying a bunch of challenges last year, so he was doing 30 days of something mm. just to try to to see if he could have an, a habit stick, you know, and like if it could be good for his, uh, for his life. And like, for instance, he was doing cold showers for 30 days. And oh man, I mean, he was not enjoying it. And so yeah, like that guy, oh yeah, I remember his name. Matt Davela. Uh, Matt Davela is amazing. That's an amazing guy. And if you want to learn more about essentialisms and minimalism, that guy is the one. And, and so I'm being inspired by people that are doing this, you know, because I feel like we are living in a society where uh, having more is better, which is not true. It does not make you happier. Of course, in the present you feel happy because you just bought something but in the long term like it's not gonna help it's not gonna make your life any better actually like replacing your tv every year is not gonna change the fact that you're watching the same stuff and that you're not even realizing that your tv is slightly different you know what i mean so bro i want to hear your definition of minimalism because i know that you truly are one of them so please tell us more about it okay bro i mean i have several notes on everything that you said and i mean i think essentialism is something that is growing uh you know on people and i mean it it, it there isn't of course there are differences between these two philosophies of you know ways of living your lives but but essentially I think they said they have the same root, um, yeah. But I, 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 I did dig deeper on on minimalism because I just you know, I immediately, you know, when I started reading about these things, I was like, okay, that's me. I, I think I'm gonna be really happy if I yeah. do that. And yeah, and the way that I see, bro, and I mean, I'm not going to be a hypocrite. You know, like a lot of people think that minimalism <laughs> is like, oh, you have one pot in your house and you cook everything in that one pot. Or I have one underwear and I wash it every night. I mean, that's so not true. <laughs> that's right. not true. That, that's, that's not what it is. Um, and I, That's not minimalism. No, that, <laughs> that's, uh, that's something else. <laughs> yeah, that's a syndrome. <laughs> exactly. I mean, that, that, that's not fun. I mean, I, I wouldn't recommend that to anyone. Um, 
But bro, I think a, a really good start for someone who doesn't know, you know, where to begin with when, when thinking of, mm -hmm. uh, like, a lot of people just wake up in the morning one day and they look around their house and they see everything clustered, everything yeah. packed with crap, you know, getting dusty and, and they crave for more space. They wonder if they need a bigger house. And in the end, I mean, it's all inside and not outside. And, yeah. and, the, and minimalism is all about you having your outside reflecting your inside, mm -hmm. your, your inner peace. So um, there's this wonderful, wonderful Japanese lady who has a show on Netflix uh, that invented the KonMari method. And um, mm. so I, I definitely recommend it to anyone who don't know where to start to mm -hmm. really watch that show. Um, she, she's amazing, bro. I mean, the first thing that she does when she enters a house, mm -hmm. she pays her respect to the place, you know, um, she, she actually goes, you know, she kneels and she just says, thank you house for, you know, having me. And it's a whole new philosophy of how you see the world. And um, there's this one thing that she does. I'm not going to spoil the whole show, but just to give an idea of what is uh, being minimalist. Uh, you know, people go turn and say, look, I have clothes in my wardrobe and on top of my bed and in that cabinet and in that box and, you know, and what she does is like, stop, take all your clothes, every cloth that you have in your house and make like a giant mountain on, on somewhere, like probably like in your living room. Yeah. And that's when people, you know, start just piling up all those clothes and that's when they realize how much stuff they have so the first thing about minimalism is to be aware of what you have of what you want yeah. and mm -hmm. bro i can tell you 95 percent of people don't know they open a drawer like take a random drawer and open it they don't even know what is inside i can tell you i know the content of every single drawer in my house because Everything that is in there is because I need it. And if I don't, yeah. I donate, you know? That's, that's good. And, yeah. and I was about to say that and ask you that, like, does it mean that everything that is in your drawer has a sense, has a meaning? And I was guessing so, but like you answered that question. So that's wonderful, bro. Exactly. Oh God, bro. I love it. And I mean, I love it. one thing that she does, like when, so you have this big pile of clothes in front of you. So what do you do now? She likes to say, burn them, <laughs> you burn them. <laughs> it would be easier from that way, but it wouldn't teach much. <laughs> no. So I was kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what she recommends, bro. And I mean, I think it's wonderful. I mean, some people think it's crazy, but I think it's wonderful. She recommends that, you know, the person takes close by close, piece by piece and grabs it and look at it and feel it and see if if like your body is telling you that you that you need that in other words Ooh. does that thing bring you joy or not yeah, makes you happy exactly yeah. and if the answer is no it goes to a pile for donation yeah 
And mm -hmm. and I mean, she actually thanks every single piece that she's uh, putting in the in the donation pile. Uh huh. And mm -hmm. I mean, a lot of people think, look, that's crazy. I mean, you're just like talking to a piece of fabric, but it's the actual meaning. I mean, that thing that you're just pulling in a like throwing in a pile can actually keep someone warm in a cold night yeah, somewhere. Sure. You know, so when yeah. you start to realize these things. That's when it, it it goes further than being organized, but like being a life philosophy, you know? I do have one question for you, bro. Yes. Um, so I think that the the part where I believe that I myself, uh, minimalism, is with clothes. Mm -hmm. um, every clothes has a, has a purpose uh, in my wardrobe. Ba basically, I know why I have those. I know... Uh, why I'm wearing them and I know that I wear everything that I own uh, because basically I donated the, the whole thing like the, the whole rest cool. uh, what I have right now is what I use so I, I would define myself as minimalism there but I think I'm going even a step uh, beyond that what I'm doing and what I did uh, and it's helping me it's helping my life before I was, because you know, like I was born in Paris. Uh, for me, fashion and like having a great wardrobe and like all those fancy clothes was important to me. But right now, I'm living in San Diego where no one believes in fashion and like <laughs> everyone wears like a, a dirt bag, you know, like I don't know, whatever, that's fine. And so, what I did, <laughs> what I did is basically to buy because I like wearing t-shirts especially on weekends you know like being it's usually like super sunny outside super warm so usually t-shirts and shorts that's working for me so what I did and you may think you may think I'm crazy there but whatever I bought the same t-shirt different colors though basically five times uh, so I have like five in black five in beige and five in gray. So I have 15 t-shirts, basically the same ones, both uh, from Gap or H&M, I don't remember, mm -hmm. but like one of those brands, basic t-shirts, but I like them. They suit me well, I, I mean, they fit me well, I, I like them. And I have the same short five times, different colors as well. And what is great with that is that the only thing I have to do is just to match colors in the weekend. And I love it, and that's definitely minimalism because you don't have to overthink everything. You know, like there are so much parts in your life that deserve your attention, that deserve your emotions, and so on. And this part for me, like dressing during the weekend just to go to the beach, it's not so important. It doesn't have a meaning. The, the goal is not to be a fashionista there. Mm -hmm. And so now I know that I can grab one of my T-shirts from my T-shirt pile and one of my shorts in my short pile. I know they will be the same. Just the color will be different between those two. And so I'm just matching colors and I'm good to go. What do you think? Bro, I think that's wonderful. I mean... In the end of the day, bro. Am I crazy? Not at all. I mean, in in the end of the day, and again, like, I I must say this as a disclosure now because I mean, <laughs> if uh, if you like like you just told me, for example, you were born in France, and mm -hmm. you know how to dress, and you own yep. wonderful pieces of clothing, 
And and some people might think that this this might be the opposite of being minimalist. And I mean, the first thing that an actual person who understands that philosophy should say is like, there is no right or wrong. The problem Mm -hmm. is not owning several pair of shoes. The problem is not even knowing where they are and buying more because you have like a an emptiness inside of you that you're trying to fulfill with materials and crap that you're bringing back to your house that's the problem so i i will never forget the first time i wore uh, a pair of leather shoes that you landed me i felt like (laughs) freaking tony stark that was like amazing I, i i felt so empowered and i mean there is absolutely nothing wrong about that, bro. So what you just described, being practical, being, you know, very straightforward about your weekend clothing, love it. I mean, this t-shirt that I'm wearing now is like a weekend t-shirt to me, you know, it's very comfy. It's always clean. I, it's a no-brainer. I mean, it's Saturday morning. I take this out of my wardrobe, I put it on and I feel great. Yeah, um, yeah. But if if I felt great during the weekend by wearing, you know, I don't know, something fancy, that's okay uh-huh. too. It's about yeah. feeling, you know, happy. Sure. It's about feeling joy. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the thing is, how do you keep that stuff? Do you organize it? Do you, you know, uh, everything that you're keeping is because you need it. It's because it brings you yeah. joy. Then it's fine, bro. So absolutely, 100%. One thing that uh, I want to say now is that I do have uh, several suits. And um, now that we are discussing this, my favorite one is one that I made bespoke, meaning that it's like tailored for me, Mm -hmm. you know. Of course, it was very expensive. And again, like some people may think that it's not minimalism, but this piece, like this suit, like I love it so much and when I put it on it's like I don't know I'm happy you know and so I would say that to people that are like being dressed or dressing fancy like during their weeks um, weekdays or work days guys you do not have to buy 15 suits or 30 suits Uh, you do not have to buy 30 pairs of shoes buy the ones you love and that you will cherish my pairs of shoes that are in my uh cabinet right there bro i love them Mm -hmm. i i stain them from time to time like i take great care of them i polish them i i take great care of them i love them sometimes during the weekend i'm taking care of them it takes two three hours but i'm enjoying the time doing the same like doing this i'm doing the same with my uh kitchen knives I have very expensive ones, but I do take care of them compared to one may like buy a bunch of uh, knives from Ikea and replacing them every other month. That's not minimalism. Minimalism is like having and I love your definition of it or like the Japanese uh, woman that defines it, that like every piece you own should bring you joy. It's the case for my suit, my bespoke suit. It's the case for my pairs of shoes. It's the case for my knives, kitchen knives. But for a casual uh, pair, like 
t-shirt that is not bringing bringing me a lot of joy i mean it's better just to have the same one in like several uh <laughs> like several several of the same ones because you don't have to overthink it mm-hmm. I, I i feel like it defines minimalism or essentialism too do not overthink it if it's not something that is bringing you joy but still you have to wear a t-shirt because we are not going outside naked. So if it doesn't bring you joy, then just buy the same item several times, just not to overthink it because there is no, uh, nothing that brings you joy in having like different t-shirts that you don't, do not even like, you know, mm-hmm. uh, because the branding on the, on the t-shirt is something that you know that people will like, but it's not bringing you joy. There is no point of doing <laughs> Of course, during the weekend, people see me dressed like a hobo, you know, with my T-shirt and short, but they do not know that I own a house. They do not know that I have a great car. They do not know that I love my shoes, my leather shoes. Mm -hmm. And who cares? Minimalism is also like the notion of bringing yourself some happiness. You know, it's not about the others. It's not about the way they look at you. It's about you being happy for yourself, right? Exactly, bro. That's... That's it. It, it. it really is like if you enter your house in the end of the day and you know, like there's some people who enter their house, they look around and they think, oh my God, I don't even know where to start to clean this mess. I don't oh feel God. happy here. I feel, you know, claustrophobic. That That's when like there's a major red flag in your life and you need mm-hmm. changing right now. When I get inside my house, I feel happy, I feel joyful, I feel proud, I take that long deep breath and I look at my plants and my wonderful green grass and I'm like, okay, I love this and I'm going to take care of this for a very long time. My house is going to look, you know, neat and and that reflects what I think it's peaceful. That's it. Yeah. bro. Um, Kenny and I just got this. Um, Kenny and I love uh, wood furniture. Yeah. And in Brazil, it's a wonderful place to buy that stuff because you find really extraordinary furniture for affordable prices. So Kenny and I went to this place and we just got three. Um, they're like little benches to, to receive people in our front yard when we have friends over or family. And you know, when Kenny and I went there, we sort of had a number of how many we would buy based on how many people usually receive per round in our house. Yeah. And I mean, yeah. when I got there, I, I looked at so many of them. I think we spent two hours in the store because I really looked at every single one of them until I was like, decided, okay, this is the one. Then when I decided because they look great, I was like, okay, where does this come from? Where was this this tree planted before it came here? Because I, I need the certification. Like I actually have a certif like this this paper telling me, look, this is not like exploring you know forests that are not supposed to be touched. It was grown yeah. for this and for these many years, and it's of this tree. So wow. so we bought them, and when they got here, I mean I I immediately bought this uh, wooden wood paint and mm-hmm. and I did it myself oh. and they look wonderful and I mean oh. that's it and I mean did I pay a good amount of money for them yes 
Am I happy about it? Super yes. Because, you know, yes. they're going to stay with me and share wonderful memories in this house of people that I love that are coming here for many, mm. many years. So that's minimalism. I'm not buying because I felt like it. I'm buying because there's purpose, <laughs> you know? So, yeah. so that was a very happy thing that I did, bro, recently. <laughs> I, I, lo I love it. I love it. And so, yeah, we could discuss this subject for hours. And so I wanted to touch another subject, but we are almost close to an hour. So I think it could probably be another episode at this point mm -hmm. uh, because like we built some planters uh, when my mom was around. So my mom was vis visiting us for like 10 days or so. And so we built stuff. And again, it's about like br bringing uh, meaning to your life. Mm -hmm. You know, if you like uh, building stuff and do it yourself, like, the DIY stuff, mm -hmm. just do it, you know? Like sometimes it's good to spend some of your time doing stuff because it can bring joy. Yes. And so before, uh, when especially when I was in Paris, I was not this kind of guy. I was not an essentialist, I was not a minimalist. <clears throat> I was collecting stuff. I was buying stuff just to buy stuff. Mm -hmm. I was, uh, yeah, like, throwing away stuff that was kind of brand new but I didn't want it anymore and so yeah and one thing I what I would say too is that having kids makes you realize stuff too cool. you know um, and and so and we had this very long discussion about having kids and one thing that I realized too is that you have to teach them you have to show them what is important in life and do I want to be the guide that is consuming like crazy and like using his credit cards like all the time without any meaning or do I want to be the responsible father showing that what we buy is because it has a purpose mm -hmm. you know uh, when we need planters instead of like just buying a planter random one from Ikea or the Home Depot you can also build one if you enjoy building stuff we can do that together. I can show you, and that's what we did. We spent quite some time doing it, but uh, at the same time, it brings joy. Absolutely. And, bro, I, I definitely want to have a second episode on that topic. I don't know what you think. We are close to the hour at this point, and so I think that we should definitely like, probably like bring more uh, concepts of minimalism and essentialism because it's in our lives you know and sometimes we don't even realize it and so yeah i will come back at you in next episode with a bunch of questions because i do have a bunch of questions mm -hmm. i know the way you organize your stuff and i i i'd said that it was an organization issue but it's not actually it's definitely like the other way around it's like bringing meaning to your life uh having too much stuff is not helping and I think, and I really want to also touch another subject next time, cable management. That's part of my uh, minimalism <laughs> stuff. Because I'm a nerd, a right? I'm a nerd and like those cables are killing me. And one thing I did when buying this house, I was able to hide some of those cables. Whoa. And I want to chat with, yeah, I want to chat with you about those. Bro, that's uh, Those great. tricks. I mean, <laughs> I, just, yeah. I think for the next uh, episode, we can get more specific on those topics. And I mean, yes. one thing that, you know, people don't quite realize is 
you know, when talking about tidying up and, and organizing things, people usually think about physical things. Yeah. Uh, but there is this one book that I really want to talk about because it's a book that I read yeah, totally. Sure. And, mm -hmm. and it's all about organizing, but it's about organizing life. And I, mm -hmm. I mean, it's a bestseller. A lot of people have heard of it. It's called Getting Things Done. It's, it's oh, yeah. actually a GTD. method, mm -hmm. you know, for, for doing things. And, and I must say, if you actually read this book and apply 50% of what it teaches you, your life is going to be different. It's going to transform itself like top to bottom, bro, believe me. I mean, oh. there's just this, uh, I'm going to just say this just to give you a hint of the things that they teach. But one of the things is the, the two minute rule, which uh -huh. basically says that Whatever comes to you as an input, as something that needs action, that is going to take mm -hmm. you less than two minutes to get done, you do it mm -hmm. right away. Okay. It's a rule. Wow. Bro, wow. if you just do that in your life, and I mean, that's a challenge for next week. So, bro, you're going to do the two minute rule <laughs> and you're going to tell me how it feels because it's life transforming, bro. It's unbelievable how much you can get done by just doing that. So, Here's a challenge for you, brother. Oh my God, I love it. <laughs> and so, bro, that's that's my challenge. And also, I want to discuss that book uh, in more depth uh, in next episode because I do believe that that's um, that's one of the foundation of minimalism too. Like, uh, like bringing meaning to your life, bro. Let's discuss the GTD thing. So, getting things done. Yes. I love that. I love that topic. I never read the book though, so I may do it mm -hmm. in the meantime. We have two weeks. Cool. Uh, and I'm gonna try to apply the two-minute rule. Yay. I love it. It's it's a great idea, bro. It was such a pleasure as always like to to discuss with you and of course today uh, we had a subject that was not super light uh, we are living in sad times uh, unfortunately let's hope that in two weeks it's gonna be fully resolved um, and that peace uh, will be back uh, in our world but bro thank you so much for all the topics and of course next time we'll have to discuss about the series X as well oh, so yeah, organization and Series X. Bro, thank you so much. <laughs> bro, it was a huge pleasure as always. And I mean, I do invite our listeners to, you know, maybe accept the challenge as well. It's life transforming. Yes. We can always, you know, uh, chat about it in two weeks. And, you know, guys, stay safe. Uh, it doesn't matter if your, life is, if your life is a little messier or more organized right now. Just stay safe and, you know... Yes. Um, you stick with us. We have a whole lot of new ideas for this show. I hope that you guys are liking it. And accept the challenge. The two-minute rule is awesome. Two-minute rule. <laughs> this, this applies to video games as well. So you have to finish the oh game no. in two minutes. <laughs> See you next time, bro. Love it you, bro. It was such a pleasure. Love you. Bye, bye. everyone.